Welcome to Cat Chat, the pet talk podcast devoted to the physical and emotional well-being of cats and their people. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. This show is brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, where they speak for cats, which is what this program is all about. My co-host is the feline expert, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. The show is made possible with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, a company privately owned by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose mission has been to personally formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie also created his own cat food called Clean Protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs because they're based on the protein a cat eats naturally. Clean Protein is the first dry cat food I personally can recommend because it is based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Please show your appreciation that Dr. Elsie's underwrites this show by choosing their products whenever you can. Dr. Michael, you brought up a point that I've never thought about before, which is why it's a good idea to weigh your cat. And then how do you weigh your cat? <laughs> so why to weigh them is, I'm sure, the most important part. But how to weigh them, I don't think it's that you get on the scale, weigh yourself, get off, hold the cat, mm-hmm. get back on like a suitcase. That no. probably is not really the, the kind of accuracy we're looking for. So why do we want to weigh our kitties? Yeah, so I got kind of obsessed with weighing my cats when one of my cats had inflammatory bowel disease. And I was actually concerned about her losing weight or maintaining her weight. And so I started weighing her on a weekly basis so I could just track basically her health, right? So the op- the other reason that we might want to track our cat's weight is, of course, what I'm experiencing now is to prevent them from becoming too heavy. <laughs> so, right. um, so basically, weighing your cat is a good way to just keep an eye on their general health. And also, if you're um, making any changes to their feeding, um, right. maybe that's on a veterinarian's recommendation, that you're ensuring that they're either meeting the goals that your veterinarian has set for you and your cat, or that they're at least maintaining their healthy weight. It's very easy for cats to become overweight. And of course, when we're doing things like giving them treats or training them and giving them extra food that way, or maybe we give them a little like snack off our plates, um, that can add up very quickly. And of course, we know that there's an obesity crisis amongst our pets these days. There are more pets that are overweight or obese than probably ever before. Right. So it's much easier to maintain a healthy weight in your cat than try to get them to lose weight later. And I can speak from my own experience because, yeah, the first time I took my my three young cats for their uh, yearly checkup, my vet was like, all of your cats are overweight. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's so it feels like, oh, my God, me of all people. Yeah. Me of all people. I mean, I, you know, I feel like I'm very conscientious and I was weighing them all weekly, even before I knew they had a weight problem just because I'm a data nerd and I like to make graphs (laughs) of my cat's weight. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, weight is really one of the first things that can change when we're having a health issue with our cat or when they're getting obese um, or overweight. And sometimes, you know, if your cat's fluffy or you don't feel their ribs or look at their, you know, overall body condition, it can kind of sneak up on you. I don't think people need to weigh their pets as often as I do. I do once a week, (laughs) but I have heard that once a month is a good 
um, kind of rule of thumb for weighing your pets, just to keep an eye on, on how things are going. Um, you know, like I said, if you're using things like food puzzles, you want to make sure that your cat is actually eating. You have multiple cats. You want to make sure one cat isn't eating all the food and the other cats right. are not getting enough. So there's, there's lots of different reasons that you might want to weigh your pet. And like I said, tracking their health is one, two, if they have, if you have a multi-cat household, that's a good way to keep an eye on who's eating what. And three, if your pet has a medical condition where you're concerned about weight loss or weight gain, uh, a lot of weight loss in a short period is also very dangerous for cats. Very. So even if your cat's on a diet, you do not want them to be losing huge amounts of weight in a short period of time. That weight loss has to be very gradual. So if your cat's weight has changed significantly, like more than a few percent, and you weren't trying to help them lose weight, that is a concern. You need to call your veterinarian and get your kitty checked out. And there's lots of medical reasons for this that you couldn't even Absolutely. guess at yourself, and we don't even want to mention them. It no. really has to do with eating. I mean, eating is a sign of health, right? So we, sure. if our cat isn't eating um, or is getting picky about mm -hmm. eating when they never were, okay, yes. that's a sign of health. But so is the overall weight, and it's something yep. that we as cat owners never – at least I have never heard anyone talk about taking agency for that in a sense and mm -hmm. weighing them yourselves as opposed to make a vet tech appointment and go and weigh them. That seems a terribly stressful and not economically viable way to keep an eye on weight. But yes. older and cats you... can lose weight, right? I mean, when they get yeah. kidney disease, which older cats all get, and yep. they begin thyroid to have disease. that muscle wasting. Yeah, thyroid yep. is a big issue. Yeah. So these are things that if yeah. you wait until the yearly vet exam for your vet to weigh your cat, your cat may have already lost a significant yes. amount of weight. Yes. And we know a, a condition like hyperthyroidism, your cat will still be eating a lot and they'll be losing weight, right? That's one thing that can happen That's is right. your your cat is is maybe hungrier than ever, but they're still losing weight because the thyroid isn't isn't regulated. So so just, you know, it is a nice easy, proactive thing that people can do to have kind of a just general sense of trends and like, is this going in the right direction? Is my cat stable? Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think one of the easiest things we can do at home to keep an eye on our pet's health. Well, it's a good idea, but maybe not easy unless you, you can't use a food scale. You can't use that food scale that people like, Oh, I'm, I need to put two ounces of nuts in this recipe. <laughs> no. So what I do is I use a baby scale. Um, I, I got a relatively inexpensive baby scale on the internet. It's lovely because it's actually shaped like a scoop bed. Oh, so if you, right. you know, if you have a cat who likes the tunnels on the cat tree or the little scoops, um, that is exactly the shape of the baby scale. So it's a nice, um, potentially cozy cat bed. And that's what I recommend people do is just put a fleece on it and you can leave it out. And my previous kitty, the one who had IBD that I was tracking her weight so carefully, she actually just slept on the scale because okay. she thought it was a cat bed. My current <laughs> cats, I've just, um, I trained them to step on it for treats. So I just used some churu, you know, the meat tubes yes. and lured them onto it. But I made sure that the scale had some secure padding on it. So most baby scales, um, and you'll see this at your vet's clinic too, um, they have a very slick surface. So right. for me, I put some anti-skid material um, underneath a fleece pad. So the, the when they step on the scale, they're not slipping and sliding. They're just sitting on it and it's very comfortable and cush. So, you know, I just tear the scale. So it's at zero and lure them onto the scale with some treats and weigh them while they're standing on it. And, and they really don't know that anything's going on besides they're just stepping onto this little cat bed and getting treats. So it, it kind of works for everybody. And in fact, sometimes 
The hard part is getting just one cat at a time on the oh, scale because so all three funny. of them want to get on it for treats. That's so funny. So, that happens to me with the dogs with the step on giant step on scale in the vet's mm-hmm. office because you encourage one dog to get on and tell her how great oh, she yes. is for doing it. And the other one thinks, well, I'm great too, you know. So then <laughs> you've got two 90 pound dogs that are probably, you know, maxing out that scale. That's so cute that your cats like it that much. Well, this is this is a great tip. You know, it's easy. It makes sense. And maybe there are other nerds out there that would love to have a chart and a graph. Why not? I mean, maybe, we all maybe. have that element to our personality. Indulge yes. in it. Enjoy. Yes. Make a chart. And the other, yeah, the other benefit I'll say of the baby scale is, and you touched on this earlier, the level of accuracy that it can get to. Right. Um, because, you know, for our cats, their weight's only going to vary by an ounce or two here or there, but um, you're not going to necessarily get that from a human scale. So the other part of, you know, I hear people probably in their minds thinking, well, I can just, you know, weigh my cat on my scale. Some cats really don't like being picked up and held. And so they're going to be wiggling. It's going to be an unpleasant experience for them. So it's much easier to just give them agency and let them think that the scale is a great place that they get treats, put it somewhere where your cats are comfortable, like walking around and stepping on it. And they will not really know that you're, you're doing anything except giving them treats as opposed to, you know, trying to pick them up, hold them on the scale, then you got to, not only do you have to step on the scale with the cat and then without the cat, then you have to do math. So let's just keep it simple, right. less chance of math error. Sometimes just little little slashy lines like on the speedometer in the car. You're like, I don't know, is that 35 or is that 32? Yes. You know, it's, yes. It, so yeah, the baby scale is a good investment. And I'm sure if people are yard sale types i'll bet mm-hmm. you yard sales oh, yeah. are full of used baby things or online craigslist online. yeah front porch there was, forum there was a, a baby scale around the corner from my house recently and i was like who do i know that needs a baby scale for their cats because it was just sitting on the street with a free sign on it um right, so exactly yeah. i mean once your baby is your human baby is past that age you probably aren't weighing them anymore so it's an easy thing to do and a nice thing to do and a smart thing to do and the ounces do matter and as you pointed out about getting weight off your cat it needs to be very specifically i i don't quote me on this although you might know it by heart i should they shouldn't lose more than an ounce a week if they're really overweight and the reason why is that the and so in other words i'm not positive it's an ounce a week but it can't be an ounce a month that would be too little no i think yeah. it's an ounce yeah. a week what happens when a cat is fat and your cats, you were told they were overweight. That's not the same thing as obese. And many cats no. are obese, like mm-hmm. giant blubber cats. And those cats, that fat is not only all the places you see it, but it's packed around the liver. So fatty liver disease is what mm-hmm. happens when there's fat packed around the liver. And then you start losing weight and the liver can't cope with all that fat that it has to process. And it's a health crisis to the point of death. I mean, it's really bad. Yes, it can be very serious for sure. Yeah. Yes. Good to lose weight, but do it slowly and steadily. Dr. Michael, thank you so much. I think we're going to cause a run on Amazon on baby scales. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Take care. Thanks, Casey. Thanks so much for listening. I also want to thank Wonderside, founded by a woman entrepreneur who discovered effective natural ways to repel fleas, ticks, and other pests on her pets and around her home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without the harsh chemicals that can be harmful to your cats, your property, and the planet. This show is also supported by the privately developed Magic Fabric 
pet throws that trap hair, dirt, and moisture when cats get up on the furniture, bed, or your lap. Magic Fabric Pet Throws invite kitty cuddle time without sacrificing your clothes or furniture. A final pause up to Dr. Elsie's again for all the fine products they make and their unwavering support of my mission to make life better for each and every kitty cat and their people.